Hello, everybody. This is Hal Lublin. Thank you for downloading episode three of We Got This. A couple things very quickly. Number one, we finally have a Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash we got this podcast. So you can go there and talk to us or you can go to sodahead.com slash we got this and answer polls around our different episodes and weigh in and give your opinion. Special thanks to Ken Plume for doing all the audio mixing and processing on this episode. Mike Furman for our theme song, and John Dinerstein for the very cool musical sting that you're about to hear right now. Hello, I'm Mark Gagliardi. And I'm Hal Lublin. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. How do you fold your socks? Don't worry, people. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hey, everybody. This is episode three. All right. We've made it this far. And we should probably uh, give a shout out to that awesome theme song from Mike Furman. Oh, man. We <laughs> When Hal sent me an email that I think the the email line for it was like, oh, my God, listen to this. Yeah. I emailed you and then texted you. Yeah. And then probably tried to call you because that's what I do. When someone – yeah. this Hal will frequently – uh, Al will frequently text me to say, check your email. Yes. And it works. And it does because, uh, texts are usually the method that I see the most frequently, um, and the most quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Somehow Hal has figured out how to get a hold of me. That's why I got you to co-host this podcast. <laughs> that was the only way. It's like getting a hold of Bill Murray to give him a script. Yeah. Except I am not, uh, nearly as clouty. Is that a word? It is now. Yeah. Cloudy or good at it. Um, <laughs> um, so let's talk socks. Yes, let's talk socks. I wear socks a lot. I'm not wearing them right now. We're actually, we're in the same room recording, which is pretty cool. It's very cool. I, it's, I'm, I'm so happy to actually get to look you in the eye while we record these podcasts. Yes, and just disagree with um, each other. How is wearing a Thrilling Adventure Hour t-shirt right I am. Now? I'm the human billboard. <laughs> <laughs> and here's uh, here's a fun little story about that. Uh, uh, my wife Jennifer and I were getting on the elevator to go up to to our floor in our apartment building, and somebody looked at my shirt. Another couple was in there. They were like, "Hey, is that the Paul F. Tompkins show, The Thrilling Adventure Hour?" Like they knew that Paul was involved in the yeah. show. So I was like, "Yes, it is. We just had our tenth anniversary at Largo." Like. And they were like, "We love Paul F. Tompkins." I said, "Everybody does." Sure. Now get off my elevator, please. <laughs> Uh, and, and did you, uh, did you, knowing you and knowing the things you like to do, mm-hmm. did you do it in spooky Hal voice? Yeah. Like, I, everything I, I do. Yes, it was. <laughs> All F. Tompkins is in this show. Just so that they would be like, oh my God, you're spooky Hal. That's right. And then they were like, who is that? What are you doing? <laughs> we like Paul F. Tompkins, the stand up. We've, we've seen Variatopia and we've heard of this other thing that is on you. Um, Listen, we're not disparaging anyone. No. We love everyone. We have a lot of love to give. We have a lot of love to give. Um, let's talk socks. Let's do it. Hal is not wearing socks. I am currently wearing socks. I'm wearing, uh, ankle socks, which, uh, you know, I'm, I don't know why that's important. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> there are different kinds of socks. There may be uh, the better ways to, uh, to organize different socks. Yes. Yeah. This, this topic, by the way, was suggested 
by Kate Hahn. Thank you, Kate. Uh, via Facebook. Thank you very much, Kate. We appreciate it. Yeah. And I love Kate Hahn. I love Kate Hahn. I love too. a writer. So She's I feel like we have to be grammatically correct in everything we do in this episode. I'm going to fall flat on that and I probably have already. <laughs> there it goes. I think I did it just then. Not that you can hear grammar mistakes in everyday speech unless this is being closed captioned, uh, which means it is being watched, which how <laughs> exactly? There are no cameras, I don't think. What What is your favorite audio podcast to watch, people? Let us know <laughs> at wegotthispodcast.gmail.com. Uh, or we got this tweets. Or we got this tweets. Either um, way. So, you know what, Ian? I, I, let me go back. I do think it is uh, important to talk about the different kinds of socks because you fold them differently. I find myself folding them differently uh, depending on what socks I'm wearing. Currently, I'm wearing um, – the socks that just they they're ankle socks, but they don't come up over the ankle. They're, That's like a low rise crew sock, yeah, right? It's a low rise crew that doesn't show over the top of uh, where my sneaker ends. Let me ask you this: Yeah, do you like socks to show above sneakers, or do you like it when it looks like you aren't wearing socks? If I'm wearing shorts, if it's the summertime and I'm jamming down to the beach. Knee socks. I wear the highest <laughs> knee socks. I just wear waders that I right. paint to look like socks. Um, I, I, then I like it to, to be a, a sockless look, but you know, I don't go sockless because then my shoes will stink. Listen, they'll be the worst. Yeah. Hal and I are both here suit fellas. Yes. We are, uh, not guys that should go without wearing socks. No. I even, I go so far as to, if I am wearing like a pair of dock siders uh-huh. or, uh, like, you know, low loafers that, that in the summertime you are expected to not be wearing socks with, I will still wear those super like super small that almost like if you take the shoe off it looks like you're wearing a ballet slipper those <laughs> like, when you go to discount shoe warehouse yeah and they're like you can try on any shoe you want <laughs> the guy in flip-flops but yeah. you have to put on these little mini <laughs> like we took bald caps <laughs> and we cut them up so that we, you can put them on your feet <laughs> now go try on uh, those merrells <laughs> that you've been eyeballing uh so, so you will go, yeah, the, the same thing. Like, if it's summer wear, I, I don't want the sock to show. Right. Sometimes I, I do have, um, a, like these shoes that I wear generally with jeans. They're brown shoes that call for like black socks, not white socks. Mm-hmm. And the socks that I like to wear with it are, are sort of lower cut. Mm-hmm. But with jeans, you really only – you don't really see it as much. Like yeah. there, there's not as much point to it. So it's just whatever is comfortable. See, I wash and dry my jeans. So if they're new jeans, you don't see it as much. But if I'm wearing my older jeans, chances are the bottom of that pair of pants is only going to come up to about the middle of my calf. <laughs> do you just soak them in ice water? Yeah. Is that, is that what you're supposed to do? No. You're not like that guy in the cheer commercials from the 80s <laughs> where you put it into like a, a, a martini shaker with some Tide or cheer. It was cheer. I said what it was. And then pull out clean jeans. Yeah. You, you can use machines for it. I wish that guy – you know, I wish they had given that guy some lines so they didn't have to pay him as an extra for all of those commercials. I know. Somewhere he's – Shaking that martini shaker outside of a van. What if he had a really crazy voice and that's why that character never spoke? If, I don't know if anybody doesn't remember this character. It was the cheer guy and he mm-hmm. never spoke. He was a, a short gentleman, I believe, with a mustache. Yes. Um, what, I, yeah. And he wore a tuxedo. And he wore a tuxedo. And or, he would have something. He would take like a white handkerchief yeah. and he would either dip it in wine or spill spaghetti sauce all over it. And then he would put it into a martini shaker with some ice cold water and cheer. 
This was only one of the commercials, though. They did a billion of these. Yeah, but this, the concept this is, is the, the most same. important one. Yeah, I'm going to take this and shake it up, and then when I pull it out, it's going to be clean and, and bright. There's going to be no dullness to this handkerchief. This is like the miracle handkerchief, thanks to cheer. Yeah. Everybody knows he was just doing a magic trick and there was another handkerchief in the martini shaker, right? I like to believe that that was real. <laughs> I wanted it to be real. Uh, you know what I love? We have already derailed and have yet to talk about how to fold your socks. <laughs> well, this is important. We have to get to the bottom of these cheer commercials. Yeah, we have to, we also have to really lay the, the foundation of sockdom. Yes. Um, are you a, now we're, now that we're just generally talking about mm-hmm. socks, are you a, a colored fanciful sock guy or are you a, Nobody's ever going to see these guys. I'm uh, no. I mean, I'm to look at me. Anybody who has met me not outside of a show can see I'm I'm fairly slovenly in my dress. <laughs> That's fair to say. Yeah. Like I'm the guy who I'm still in my 30s and I will wear gray New Balance sneakers, which is like the hallmark of the middle aged dad. <laughs> I wear middle aged dad shoes. In my defense. I have flat, wide feet, and they're one of the few shoe manufacturers that make them in the right size. That's the thing. That's why. That's why guys wear the New Balance. Yeah, uh, because they do them in wide, man. But I got I, wide feet too. Like oh, my my socks are either white socks or they are black socks. That's all right. like all. That's all I have. How about you? I am a I'm a fan of the multicolored socks. Uh, I've gotten into it more recently mm-hmm. uh, because where I work, uh, there is a. <laughs> Uh, there's a, a store nearby yeah. called the Los Angeles Sock Exchange. This is <laughs> this is my job in LA when I'm in town. Yes. And um, I went in one day and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start getting some of these crazy socks. They got some cool stuff in here, man. Those look like checkerboards. That one's got a picture of uh, the Mona Lisa on it. Actually, my first pair of crazy. This was bringing me back to crazy socks because mm-hmm. my first pair of crazy socks was I wore to my eighth grade dance. And these socks had a picture of Charlie Chaplin on them. I had done my eighth grade, uh, my eighth grade paper on Charlie Chaplin and I was a huge Charlie Chaplin. And the movie Chaplin came out while I was in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. After I had written this paper, I was on a huge Charlie Chaplin kick that has remained continuous to this day. Sure. And, um, uh, I'm happy to say that that pair of Charlie Chaplin socks, I mean, this was a good pair of Charlie Chaplin socks. Not like it, not like it just had like an outline of a hat and a cane. This was like a, a photo of Chaplin, like a, yeah. you know. But this is like the classic, this is, this was like the tramp. This was not the, oh the yeah, this is the tramp. This is Chaplin. not, this is not Monsieur Vidot or, uh, Limelight, Limelight Chaplin. Yeah. This is the tramp in his prime. I think it may have been actually, uh, city, uh, city lights because he had the bow tie mm-hmm. instead of the, um, instead of the necktie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm happy to say that to this day, I still have that pair of socks. And at this point, he, he actually does look like the Charlie Chaplin from Monsieur Verdot. Yeah, he has aged. I have the socks of Dorian Gray. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that so- means somewhere there's a painting of those socks that are young? Yeah. Yeah. You gotten it wrong. I got it backwards, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you have to let the painting age and let the socks stay fresh. No, no, no. It's the portrait of Chaplin on the socks that are aging. Oh, I Which see. means that somewhere a young Charlie Chaplin is still making movies. Guys, this is a huge discovery. I'm yeah. really excited. Uh, we started by talking about socks and discovered that a Hollywood legend is both still alive and young. <laughs> Hashtag Chaplin lives. 
<laughs> sweeping the internet. But I, so I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of the multicolored socks. I worry though, because I'm really bad at mixing patterns with clothes. Mm-hmm. Like the, I had on, um, I had on rainbow striped socks last night at our 10th anniversary show of the thrilling adventure hour. Yes. And, uh, the first thing I did when I sat down in the room, uh, I sat next to Annie and I turned to Annie while the rehearsal was going on. I said, Annie, do these socks go in my suit? <laughs> and she went, yeah, you're fine. And then Aaron Ginsberg went, we're rehearsing. <laughs> and he uh, had great socks on. And Aaron Ginsberg is impeccable. Guys. That guy's impeccably dressed. You have Aaron Ginsberg. Uh-huh. You have your Paul F. Tompkins. Uh-huh. And you have your Mark Evan Jackson. Three clothes horses. Yes. You know, everybody else is, is it's well-dressed. Well, well-dressed. Absolutely well-dressed. these are the guys you ask your questions to. Exactly. These are the guys uh, – I actually <laughs> – I actually asked Paul one night at the show. I had a, a pocket that I needed to um, – it was a new suit or a new suit jacket. Yeah. And I said, hey, Paul, uh, do you have a seam ripper on you? And he turned to me and asked if I thought he was a cartoon. <laughs> he was deeply insulted by this. And at which point Jackson chimed in. No, no, no. You don't know. You don't want to seam rip that because if you, you seam rip the pocket open, you're going you're gonna to change the shape of the coat. Like, And then we got in this whole thing. So, the, yeah, these guys know clothes. I like to imagine a world where they turn into the mice and birds from Cinderella and dress you head to toe in the perfect, just, you know, uh, whatever it's called, that bespoke yeah. uh, suit. Which one of them is Gus Gus then in this? I'm going to let America decide and the world. You got it. Uh, so so when it comes to socks, right. though. Have we talked about socks yet? Really? We have a little bit. Fancy, So fancy socks, like, they're all different kinds of socks. Mm-hmm. Do you have different ways of folding different length socks? I do have different ways of folding different length socks. For me, it's um, – the way I fold my socks is – and I don't know if it's the most efficient way to do it. Uh, I try not to stretch the elastic out. Mm-hmm. But it is nostalgia-based. When okay. I was growing up, my mother folded my socks in a very specific way. And I – it's just the way that socks are folded to me. Okay. When I was in college, I had a brief period where I was trying different things like, oh, because, you know, that's when you sort of – explore and you're around other people who are learning how to do domestic things. And uh, you see like, Oh, this is how you do your socks. Oh, this is how you do your socks. Okay. Does everybody remember that first day of college where you met your roommate and you were like, how do you do your socks? That's the journey of self-discovery that we all think about in college. Yeah. Remember that scene in animal house? (laughs) Those guys did not fold their socks by the rules. They tied them in knots. My life is super boring. (laughs) Um, I fold no. There was a guy that tied him in knots, and I was like, "You are a rebel." Yeah. Wait, you. He's like, "Yeah, man. All you got to do is keep them together. If you do anything else, you're gonna stretch the uh, you're gonna stretch the elastic out on them. Plus, it's gonna take you forever to get them undone, which is stupid because the hardest thing to do is untie a knot that yeah. you have made. That's like a survivor challenge. Yeah. So I knotted them for a while. I rolled them for a while. I folded them over on each other for a while. Mm-hmm. But really what I come – and I do it differently if I'm packing for a trip. But what I come back to now is the way that my mother used to fold my socks when I was a kid is the way that I like my socks to look in the drawer. Okay. Because I like the way it looks and it makes this – it makes me think of growing up. Sure. What is it? It is. <clears throat> you know what? The only socks I have on me are the shorts. I was like, we should have a – you know what? Hit pause, dear reader. Let's get a let's get a pair of socks, Hal. Can we get a pair of socks? Let's get a pair of socks. And we're back. Beautiful. Now I have a pair of socks uh, in my hand. And here's how I do my socks. I 
hold them together, and then I grab the uh, the opening. Yep. And I fold the whole thing down. I see. Like that. So you've made like you've done essentially a roll, but it's a tube. I, I make a tube out okay. of my socks. So my socks are it, it's a longer tube, and what it does is uh, it prevents the elastic from stretching, but it also uh, maintains the socks as being held together. This is how my mother did it, and this is how I always do it. Um, to do this on audio feels like a uh, <laughs> feels like a lesson in futility because yeah. no one can see what we are doing. You know what? I'll tell you what. We'll we will create a YouTube channel and you will make a video. You can make it when you get home. Oh, that seems like a lot of work. It's a lot of work for you. Can we just? I'm make, not going to do much. Can't we just make a GIF? <laughs> I think you mean a GIF. That Future is, episode. That is not this episode. What? Chris Hardwick's head just exploded. Um, <laughs> I would call that a roll, but make a video of that, and then we can show people how you fold a sock. Now, like the two main ways mm-hmm. that that is it, am, I, am I an anomaly? By the way, I think that that's that I've seen that before. That okay. seems like a version of of rolling or it's falling roll or your fold socks. are the two main ones. Yeah, like roll or fold. I consider that like a roller or ball. Um, so it seems Here, like and like fold do? could be one on top of the other and then roll them. So I, I I'm the same as you. I learned because it was the way. My mother, uh, did socks. Mm-hmm. So that's how I did them. The, the pair that I brought you were done that exact same way, which is take one sock, turn it inside out like a little sock puppet. What? Grab the toe of the other sock and then boom, you've got one sock inside the other sock like Luke Skywalker in the belly of a tauntaun. Whoa. I you, love is it. Is that why you wanted to do this episode? Because you had that secret that you were holding on to? I, I and thought, knew that it would blow my mind? I thought it was the way everybody did it? No! You're, I, you're a family of wizards! We are wizards? I mean, it's very simple. I will make a video of, of how I do it. I'll send it to you. Crazy wizard tauntaun sock method. My magic. Every time I, I, I make that, I go, and then I put one sock in another sock. And that's it. That's the Tauntaun method. Let's so have you that. seen Star Wars? No. What is that? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who folds? I mean, that's the other thing. That's the other one we're debating, it, right? It's yeah. fold versus roll. Like Fold is like a – I mean, I can imagine the presentation. It's very nice. It's smooth. Mm-hmm. You can you can maybe see the different styles if you layer them. But but to me, that seems really inefficient space-wise. Unless you're, unless you're like a – a sock connoisseur, a sockosaur, mm-hmm. and my favorite dinosaur. <laughs> that's the, the 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 majesty of the sockosaur uh-huh. gone too soon. Tip of forty for the sockosaur, everybody. Yep, and fill um, your car up with what's left of it. <laughs> um. <laughs> but like, if you have a lot of space to devote to socks, if that's really important to you, then folding would seem like the way to go. But I feel like folding it keeps them flat. Like mm-hmm. if you have a pair of socks that are just you lay that you lay one sock down, you lay the other sock on it and fold them in half. You've got a as flat a thing as you can get, which is a space saver. It's I feel like the disadvantage to folding rather than rolling is that they are not one cohesive unit. Like if you throw a bunch of rolls of socks up in the air and then let them all hit the ground, all of those pairs of socks are still going to be together. Mm -hmm. If you throw a bunch of folded socks up in the air, you're going to wind up with a mishmash of uh, socks. True. That's true. Um, And But it feels like also really doesn't uh, ultimately, however you fold your socks, they're going to get separated. What? It, it happens all the like. Here's, well, here's when what you put them on your feet. Otherwise, we'd all just be tripping all the time. I mean, like you lose one. Like you do. You this happens a lot. And and 
our washer and dryer is in our home. So it's not like, like we went down and somebody stole the sock. The mm-hmm. sock just disappears. You wash it, you dry it, and then there's, where's the other sock? Later on in a different It's always mode. behind the dryer. It's, <laughs> In, what do you mean? Where there's not? It's not like a horror pe- movie. Ah, people always they're like it's the the dryer ate my no man. The, it it is always it fell behind. Well, one hundred percent of the time it fell behind the dryer. We have a front loading stackable dryer. It cannot fall behind. It fell to the side. Then it cannot fall to the side. Then it's still in your. Look, there is no magic. Well, here's what happens. I don't, not- I'm sorry if there are children listening. Listening, there's no such thing as magic. Whoa! Why do we have to <laughs> pop the lid off of that so early in the run? Hal, take off the sorting hat. I'm sorry. I've got to find out which one I'm going to be in. It's whispering to me. And I got expelled. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. I don't lose it forever. This is what happens. Okay. One comes out clean, and then the other one somehow has made it to, like, the next <laughs> load. So they're stuck in this cycle of, like, that movie Serendipity, where they're like, nope, not the right time yet. I guess we're not going to meet. And it's really frustrating. Uh, and a lot of them look alike. I'd like it rather if they were, if it were more like the movie Sliding Doors. Like, you have one sock that splits into two, and each live a different life. That's right. Like, what would happen if that sock wound up on that foot? <laughs> exactly. Oh, if only I'd made it into the washer in time. I could have been a ballerina instead of being with this abusive uh, pair of pants, always belittling me and making me feel bad. And I just oh. take it because I'm a sock. I'm on the foot. <laughs> I'm hidden all the time. You can only you can always only see part of me unless you're at home or you're just going to be real dirty. It is the article of clothing that gets the least respect. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Um, now let's. Well, I mean, about- it gets it literally gets walked all over. <laughs> He literally the least respected. Yeah. Just not like it's a, it's a, it's it's a blue collar worker. The yeah. Um, here is at my old apartment building. Mm-hmm. I used to love there was I thought this was a genius idea. There was a cork board in the laundry room filled with pushpins. And anytime someone would find an errant sock or uh, even on several occasions, a lacy pair of underpants. Oh, exciting time for the gents. Sure. Uh, <laughs> there was a corkboard, and in, every time I would walk into the laundry room, there was at least one sock stuck up on that corkboard. <laughs> Frequently a pair of underwear, every once in a while a pair of my underwear, which is not the same as the frilly underwear. <laughs> uh, I would look up and I'd be like, where am I? Oh, there they are. My underpants are hanging from a corkboard. How do you know for sure that that is a like a friendly reminder and not Vlad the Impaler who's come <laughs> to show what will happen to other socks who come into this laundry room? See what happened to this guy? This, this is a warning. Yeah, this three ringer could be you. Uh, I will say it was odd that uh, two of them were put up with pushpins mm-hmm. and one of them was put up with a very elaborate ivory-handled dagger. <laughs> and was bleeding. And was, was bleeding. I don't reason. know how a sock bleeds. <laughs> Uh, this is probably the most pointless conversation you and I have ever had. That's true. That's true. But let's talk about balling socks, which I think is pointless. Yes. You, you balled your socks. You balled and rolled them just I, then. Yes. To me, like, uh, somebody, somebody made the argument that, that if you do it the way I do it, where one sock sits inside the other, that that will ruin the elastic. However, I would posit to you mm-hmm. that if you arrange your socks in a system where they're in a ball and then you, you pull the elastic out to, to hold it in place, you are doing more damage to that elastic. You're really putting it to the test. You're you're 
using more of its elasticity in the long run. I use very little of its elasticity because I do this elongated version. Sure. I'm doing um, – mine is sort of a hybrid of what you do and uh, of making a ball. I agree with you that you're going to – and there is nothing that drives me crazier about a sock than lack of elasticity. Sure. Oh, um, the worst. Yeah. And – but what I, I try when I when I do roll them – to keep my hands close together, to keep mm-hmm. it a tight ball. And I never let it get – I make a point to never let the elastic stretch larger than the size of my ankle. Okay. Because it's never – because when it's on my foot, it's going to get stretched to that point for an extended period of time anyway. So for you, it's like the hurt locker. <laughs> you're, you're afraid that the elastic is just yeah. going to – Explode, yeah, and just be useless. Well, no, I figure if I'm like yanking the thing and stretching it sure. out to to a diameter of twelve inches, when my ankle is a diameter of six inches, mm-hmm. then I've done too much damage to the sock. Sure, yeah, you should not treat it like a balloon and like pull it, stretch it out right, to get exactly. ready to to fold it and put it away. Is there is there any? Uh, you're you're, the, you're a resident researcher. Yes. Is there any official way that anybody has to? To store and put away a sock. There is – I don't know that there is uh, an official – I don't know if this is an official way. Okay. But a recommendation at least from the United States military, specifically okay. Army Rangers, is uh, the ball, which was surprising to me. Okay. Uh, maybe it's because they are about efficiency and compactness and you have to fit a lot of things in a small amount of space if you are in the military and constantly on the move. Sure. Frequently carrying everything that you need for several days on your person. So, uh, it's a matter of compactness. Um, so the military recommends a very tight ball, but okay. of course, to get that very tight ball, you are having to stretch out your elastic. I guess it's the difference between, um, the real question is stretching out your elastic versus like, which is, what is the most important What's the most important factor? What's the most important thing to avoid? Sure. Do you want to avoid stretching out your elastic? Mm-hmm. Do you want to avoid the possibility that your socks are going to get separated? Do you want to avoid wasting space? Here's the other here's the other factor. When you when you have the socks in whatever form they're put away, you have to be able to get them out and put them on somewhat quickly. You don't want to have to fumble mess around like, "All right, I take the my thumbs and I push it through and then I flip it back." It, it can't be like um Oh, what is is that game called? The box, that that, that iPhone game where you uh, the room where the you, room yes yeah. Can I tell you, uh, Fred Cross, a dear friend of ours, Fred yes. Cross, hipped me to that game. Me too. And I went through every level of every version. I think we're waiting on level the the third version of the game to yes. come out now. And then uh, after that, now anytime Fred sends me a recommendation for a game, I immediately download it. Yeah, uh, Fred knows his games. The Room, if you're not familiar, is is a – it's essentially a puzzle game where you're given a series of boxes where you must figure out mm-hmm. how to either reassemble or find secret doors. And, and the point being it's really difficult. It stretches uh, your problem-solving abilities and it should not be – Similar in any way to how you get a pair of socks out to <laughs> right. put them on your feet. I shouldn't feel like Benjamin Franklin Gates to get my socks undone and put them on my feet. Yeah. And anyone who knows who Benjamin Franklin Gates is, is my new best friend. <laughs> well, I think we've already referenced the the National Treasure series. I love you so much, and Hal Lublin. We all know 
that his character is Benjamin Franklin Gates. Ladies and gentlemen, that's how you get a hold of Mark Gagliardi. Oh, by the heart. <laughs> so, so I'll tell you what. Let's, let's, let's settle this. Okay. I think we've talked about a few, a few different factors that affect soccer. Yes. So let's put it into two categories. We've got the fold, which could be, which is anything where the sock is not inside the other sock. We don't, we don't use the elastic of the opening to seal the pair together in any way. Okay. So we have the fold and then we have the roll slash ball. That would include your method. Mm-hmm. I would argue it might include mine as well. Mm-hmm. Um, although I, mine, I guess is kind of an anomaly. I, I swear I thought everybody. No, you are, you, like have, you have this weird wizard sock thing. So I'll take that out of it. Let's take that out. Okay. Let's go roll or, or fold. And I will, I will agree whatever, whatever we decide that I am a weirdo. Okay. Who Will you agree wrong. to start doing it in whatever method we choose? I'll try it out. All right. I will try it out. That is fair. And okay. I will also, if we, if we decide in this, uh, in this that the definitive answer is not a method that I use, I will, I will attempt a new method. Yeah. And, and let me tell you right now, uh, we're just going to throw this out there. If you just toss all your socks in a drawer, you're a monster. You're, you're a monster. You are a hoarder. <laughs> and, and, like there's one thing to have like if you have like uh, my wife and and my sister-in-law they have these like crew socks that they use when they're running and they're mm-hmm. different colors and they mix and match the colors but by choice. Right. They're not like, "Oh, I got I got an orange and I got a green. I guess these are the new friends for the day. I'm going to put them on my feet and go running." Like there's there's thought put behind it. Mm-hmm. You can't just pull out any two socks. Yeah. A crew sock and yeah. a thin dress sock. And then put on your Crocs and go to the store. <laughs> exactly. Should yeah. you wear Crocs in public? That's another episode. Exactly. Um, so, so we're gonna go with the fold or or the roll. Mark, what do you think? I have to go with keeping the socks together is more important than any loss of elasticity. I'm going roll. I agree, 100. percent Guys, socks aren't that expensive. Keep your socks together. Trust that they're going – they have to go over your feet, around the heel, up maybe all the way up to your calf area somewhere. You think that's not giving those uh, those elastic bands a workout? Yeah. The elastic is there to get worked out. Exactly. It wants to do its yeah, job. Your elastic will atrophy if you do not use it. Yeah. Don't th- – there's no point in folding your – unless you are some like sock emperor – who has a sock room where they all have to be shown in a very specific way in these plexiglass cases on, sitting on velvet pillows. The emperor of socks. Can I tell you, you know who is the emperor of socks? Please. Not to interrupt you mid-sentence. I hope it's a guy who sells socks that you saw in regional commercials. <laughs> it's this guy on these regional commercials in yes. Tennessee. Uh, no, the sock emperor, Jerry Lewis. Do really? you know this about Jerry Lewis? Did not know Jerry this. Lewis wears a pair of socks one time. Washes them and gives them to the goodwill or to a charity of some sort. If you are that rich to do that, you can mm-hmm. do whatever you want. And he never, he never has to face the problem of elastic. Yeah. Never. He never has to face the problem of even folding them. Yeah. He like, but he's a monster if he washes, if he doesn't wash them and put them together in some sort of method yeah, before giving true. them to uh, <laughs> people who are needing, in need of them. Just imagine Jerry Lewis with a, with a trash bag full of clean sock <laughs> hurling them at the nearest goodwill and going, you deal with it. <laughs> Cause you know, he'll do that voice be like, if I make it a joke they won't hate me uh so so replace your socks people yeah. when the elastic wears out until then 
keep them together. That's what's most important here. Don't yeah. look like a fool from the ankles down. Agreed. Well, that summarizes that argument, but there's still a lot of topics for us to discuss, and we want to hear from you. Kate Hahn gave us a great one. We have a bunch of great suggestions from different people, so... If you want to uh, offer up uh, any of your thoughts, we welcome them, or any of your ideas, you can reach us on Twitter at WeGotThisTweets. Or you can email us at WeGotThisPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and don't worry, everyone. We got, we got this. this. We got this. We got this.